The question many educators and parents are asking in the 21st century is, how much technology is it good for kids to have? This is something that we educators grapple with all the time. Should we be giving our students technology? If so, what kinds? Should students be allowed to use their own personal technologies or only technologies provided by the school? What are the students prepared to use? And how do we know what technology will be useful and motivating to them? To answer this question, I took a survey of my class of 27 fifth graders. I work in a school district where a large number of parents work at either Microsoft, Amazon, or Google, so it's possible that these answers will be different from what you would find in your school. However, I learned a lot about how my students experience technology. Here's what I found. First of all, I found, which didn't surprise me, that 100% of my students have internet access. This is something that enables us to have conversations via internet and for me to be able to communicate with parents very effectively. So this wasn't surprising to me. Some of the things that I did find surprising were that 66% of my 10-year-old students said that they had their own cell phone. And most of these, by the way, are iPhones. Um, I also learned that about two-thirds of my class had access to a self, all of these things, a cell phone, a tablet of some kind, via whether it be an iPad or a Surface or something like that, also a desktop or laptop computer, and an iPod or MP3 player. And 90% of my students said that they had access to a computer at home. I also learned that about 29% of my students have their own personal iPad or tablet. This made me think, what do I need to be doing to excite and engage my students when a third of my students already have and know how to use an iPad because they have their own personal iPad? I also learned that over half of my students own a computer or a laptop that sits in their bedroom. At the same time, I also learned that there are some students who don't have these own personal technologies. I learned that only that about 15% of my students have only an iPod that belongs to them, and the rest of the equipment and technology that they have is shared by the whole family. So there is some disparity between the 66% that have access to that huge array of technology and the 15% that has access to just an iPod. There was even one student in my class who said that he did not personally own any of those pieces of technology, which surprised me. Here are some student responses that I'm going to read after we took the technology survey. These are some of the reactions and responses that I got on the survey. A student named Mary said, quote, I go home and spend about an hour or two every night on either Instagram or Google Plus chatting with my friends. If I can't talk with them there, I'll probably be texting them, end quote. This quote really made me think about the kinds of conversations that my students were having and it made me ponder how can I harness those conversations either at home or in the classroom to help my students learn to collaborate and interact more with each other about what we're learning. Another student named Rima said, my dad works at Microsoft so he brings home the stuff from work. Right now I have a Windows phone and a Surface that are mine which is pretty cool. 
I spend a lot of time playing on my surface, and sometimes I do homework on it too. End quote. This girl made me think about how can I engage these students that already have so much technology available to them and we have a classroom iPad that we use. How can I help and harness those students that already know how to use that technology? How can they be the teachers to help teach other students who aren't familiar with that technology? And finally, a student named Arthur gave me a different perspective on the technologies available to students in my class. He said, quote, after everyone took the technology survey, I realized that a lot of people in my class must be spoiled. There are a lot of kids with their own iPhone and iPads. I have a computer that my family all shares, but I don't have any of my own stuff like a lot of other kids, end quote. And Arthur made me think about what kinds of projects or what kinds of adaptations can I provide to students in my class who only have access to one shared family computer that needs to be used by all the students and doing homework and the parents. What kinds of adaptations or modifications do I need to make available for students who truly won't be able to complete a project in a timely manner if I assign something online. This technology survey really made me think about what kinds of technology do I need to help provide for my students and what kinds of technology do they already have that I wouldn't need to teach them how to use. I'm already thinking for next school year about the kinds of projects that I want to assign and the kinds of projects that I want to suggest that students complete at home so that we can help maximize our class time. I'm trying to think about how can I provide excitement and engagement to students that have access to a lot of technology and how can I also provide another alternate project to students that don't have a lot of technology so that they don't feel left out. So I'm curious, listeners, what kinds of projects do you have for your students and what kinds of technology do you think that kids do have or should have? Let me know what your responses are.